intuitive decision making. I talk about this with business leaders all the time. I talk about the areas of how they run their business. But when you have decisions where you're not quite sure which way to go because it feels like there's too many priorities and it's not really logical thinking, it's not really emotion, there's intuition somewhere in there, but maybe you don't want to follow the intuition? It's an interesting thing, isn't it? So let's get into it. Hi and welcome to episode 162. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Mahoney, the business intuitive strategist and multi-generational entrepreneur. And your personal chief intuitive officer. The truth is intuition has been an asset for centuries for business leaders, political leaders, military leaders. And they have been so wise in knowing how to hone that as one of their greatest assets. So join me as we leave traditional behind and we leap into the future where every business relies on their intuition. So you have intuitive information. You're here at the precipice of a decision and your intuition is like, hello, I got information for you. And you're like, yeah, but I don't really like that. So I'm going to wind my way around it through logical or how I feel about it, not intuitively. Your intuition will say, that's all right. I'm still here. The path doesn't change. I am still here and I'm still going to nudge you tap on your shoulder, send you little light signals of the direction that might be best for you to go. This is when the decision-making is being controlled. When we step into this controlling need to have reins over this decision, maybe we're feeling backed in a corner and we we wanna grasp control in some way, or the decision seems to have too many elements to it that it's unclear. I teach decision-making, I have for a long time, in a very simple, simple method. It's what is the decision? Most times people have it as a dilemma. It's this or it's that. Do or don't. And I say, well, that's a dilemma. That's not actually decision-making. So in order to make a decision, we need to add more options to the platter. We don't need to create a smorgasbord but enough options that it's not dilemma-oriented anymore. It's not this or that. Yes or no becomes, well, it could look like this, it could look like this, and it could look like this. Let's get into an example. I was working with a client recently. They were in a decision-making mode for hiring someone to take over a project that they enjoyed doing, but It was taken away from the running of the business, but it was something that they had held on. And so the question was, do I hire someone or do I not hire someone? I said, that's not the actual question because you're looking at what hiring someone's in one lump sum and you're looking at not hiring someone in one lump sum. So if you hire someone, I'm not gonna have control anymore. It's gonna be time consuming to train someone. It's now gonna cost this extra money. I'm gonna have to pay all these extra fees. I don't know how reliable they're gonna be. What if it's not the way I want? You know know how it goes. It's all these extra things. And if I don't hire them, I'm still 
doing this project while trying to grow and scale my business and it's not something I need to do even though I enjoy doing it. I don't have someone that can step into the current shoes that I have. I'm going to have to be the one who runs my business. So the project is going to have to go somewhere. It's not serving the long-term growth of my company and it's not allowing me to scale. These become these big lump heavy yes or no's. So creating options, we can break that apart and smooth it out and, and pluck pieces out of it. All I want you to do, what are the other options? Is there another option? Can you just hire an outside contractor to do it part-time as you ease it out? Can you hire someone just to do the most time-consuming parts that, that don't take away the parts that you really enjoy? Can you test out seeing what this is like to give the whole thing away to somebody else? Maybe an outside company can do it for you and it's completely out of you. And then you can see how that feels as a temporary testing ground. Right there, I've come up with, I don't know, five options. You can go on and on about breaking this apart. This is what I want you to think about when it comes to your intuition and decision-making when you're battling your intuition. Because the reason this client came to me was to get loose of this project enough to really put in time to scale. They were hanging on to the control and the other elements that they liked about it, but the control was a bigger thing, wanting it a specific way. And by taking apart and looking at where am I going to go, what will it give me time to do, how much can I let go of, start breaking into these pieces, the decision looks like all these options now. I have options. Who does not love options? I love options. Give me options. It's not this or that. So as we go through our intuitive sense, when we say yes or no, this heavy thing or that heavy thing. And so we're like, well, I really enjoy doing this project. So I don't want to let go of it. And I really want to scale. So And so you battle this out and there's this intuitiveness percolating through going, there's a solution. Here it is. And it's like this whisper. And you're like, no, no, no. It's a yes or no. It's this or that. It's not allowing the space because basically you're sounding it out because the decision, you don't want to make the decision. That's where the issue lies in not wanting to make a decision. And when you don't want to make a decision, you're more likely to create these buckets of yes or no, this or that, that are full of everything to weigh these down. And you're going to focus on those so much that you're going to tune out the sound. You're going to put your intuition on mute if you can, because you don't want to make this decision. If you don't want to make this decision, it's going to keep coming back. We all know this is true. The decision keeps coming back. It bites us in the tail. Something about it's going to come back around. And so creating these options allows the intuition to play to the top so that that clarity is there. This clarity of like, oh, that's the option that feels right. When you're in the spot of yes or no, this or that, one way or the other, this is going to happen and you're dreading both options. They both feel weighty. They both feel overwhelming, so the decision just isn't made. 
That's not a good place to be. That's not what a leader does. That is not what we do in our world and our lives to get to where we want to go. If you are a leader of a company, this is not how you're making decisions. Then we all end up in a point where this happens. So creating the options, whether or not they're viable, doesn't always matter. It's almost like what I talked about the last episode was taking a breath. Same thing with the options. It's as though you're taking a breath. Okay, I have yes or no. Let's lay out these options. As you begin to lay out the options, you're shifting the energy. You're shifting the perception of what this looks like. And you're allowing the intuition to rise to the top and you'll know which one is the right one. Isn't that a good thing to know? Yes, there may be times when it's so stressful you still don't feel like intuition is screaming at you, this is the way to go. But when the decision comes to the point of making it, you'll feel it. So give yourself that breath of making options. How do you recognize your intuition in the middle of this? The only way that I can explain this is in the not wanting to make a decision, that in a sense is your intuition. By not feeling like one or the other is a clear, certain direction to go, it is your intuition saying, break it apart, chill out, chill out, just break it apart. This is not, these are not the buckets you're going with. There's another way. But your mind and your emotions get in the way and get you in this spinning. And the more you look at these, oh, what's what? And they, the more weight they have, the more power you give them. You pluck away all that power. It's like you're parting the seas to your intuition. It's there. It's the feeling of not willing to make a decision, not ready to make a decision, not knowing what to do is actually your intuition. It's telling you you're not ready. You haven't investigated enough information. You haven't shown yourself the options. You haven't released expectation. You haven't released the desire, demand, and weight that you have put on this and put on yourself. It happens to all of us. It happens in so many different sections and parts of our lives and in our businesses. It can happen, especially with Things changing so quickly. One minute you think, the world is wonderful. My business is great. Everything's coming up roses. And then minutes later, you're like, wait, what happened? What's going on? And it feels like the world has exploded around you. And all of a sudden, you have a totally new set of pressure decisions. It's constantly happening. It's always going to be that way. That is the way the world works. Your intuition is there to support you and help you. Even when it feels like it's checked out. You're like, where the heck is that intuition? Where did it go? Even when it feels like you have been stranded in the ocean all alone with nothing, no water, nothing. You're in the hot blazing sun with the ocean and sharks swimming around you. Your intuition is still there. It is still there. It is still driving you forward. Sometimes it is the message in being stuck. Sometimes it is the message of, this isn't the direction I want to go. This, I can't make this decision. I don't want to make this decision. This decision doesn't feel right. It feels overwhelming. That in itself is intuition. 
It can feel like emotion of fear, but fear will still direct you in never good places. Intuition will be calm down, relax, don't go anywhere yet. Just give it a minute, relax, chill out, back off, and it will come. You may need to reach out to someone like myself to have a little help, get a little clarity. We're always honing our intuition. It never, ever stops. I know, I wish it would. We all do. But I think of it as training. I come in and I help you train. And you are training from the very beginning to just t-ball and you're working your way up. And every level you get, you learn a new thing. And then you learn something new and you hone that and you get better and better and better. That's how intuition works. So you're always training yourself. You're always going through new training levels, new challenges, new awards, new successes. When we have that, we can look back on our, how our intuition has led us, the successes that we've had in our lives. The more we can rely on our intuition, the more we can find it, the quicker it can be found. Boy, and the quicker you can recognize, whoa, I am not following intuition here. What is going on? What am I up to? That's what we're looking for. We're looking for identifying the moments you realize you are not in sync with your intuition. That's what you're being trained to do. You want to recognize when you're not in intuition because that will help you understand when you are. All right, let's do some actions here and have a little fun. Action one. I'm going to talk about the decisions again. Two things, a yes or a no, one item or two items. You only have two there to make a decision. That is called a dilemma. So give yourself some options. Even if they're like options I wouldn't want, it still is an option out there. So give yourself, I always say, you can get five options. That's a good place to be. At least give yourself five, seven at the max, but I find five to be a very good number. So set yourself up to give five good, clean options. Even if it's one you know you're not going to decide, but it's a legitimate option, give it a go. See how that feels and start breaking that apart. And if you need to break those down into fresher options as you narrow it down, do that until it feels like the right direction. Your intuition will start telling you, it'll start coming through because that's what it's asking you to do. Start cleaning stuff up here. Action two, what I want you to do is relax a little bit. We caught up and recognize that when it feels like there's no intuition there, in a sense, that is your intuition saying, hello, you're not listening. They're there at the window waving at you and you can't hear them screaming through the glass. That's a moment to stop and recognize. Wait a minute. I think I'm leaned in to statistical data or emotions. When it feels like all is lost, that your intuition has left you behind, that's when you need to take a breath. That's when you need to create these options. When you need to get into something else, when you need to recognize that you're not with intuition, you're not aligned with it, you're not in sync, that alone will help bring you back to it. So start practicing and recognizing when you're not. And sometimes it's situations when you don't know what to do. Too many weights, you just don't know what to do. Where is my decision? Why isn't it helping me? That alone is your intuition telling you to give it a break. Action three, as always, reflect on these times 
And if you can't come up with them, start using these processes, start tracking them. See what happens. See what happens when you start building out options. See what happens when you start giving yourself a little breath. See what happens when you start recognizing when you are not in intuition and calling it out. That doesn't mean you have to yell out in the middle of a meeting, I'm not in sync with my intuition. What I'm saying is in your mind, in your head, you can go, wait a minute, I am stuck here. I need to approach this differently because my intuition put the brakes on for me to help me realize there's better ways to do this. Have fun with it. Relax. No reason to be stressed out. I know we're in stressful times running a business as stressful as it is, but keep it simple. Keep it as simple as you can because that's that's what we all need is that simplification. I'd love to hear your experience with intuition in your business. You can private message me on LinkedIn. Also check out the show notes and ways that we can work together or other information. And until next time, keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path.